Good morning, Peter Goffwood. Vanessa, how are you? This fabulous bright morning. I'm very good. I'm doing really good. I'm very intrigued by what you may be talking about today. So it's spinach, or I even saw it's corn fritter day, and then it's the anniversary of the birthday of one Orville Redenbacher, this popcorn magnet in uh, in America. So put me out of my misery. What are we talking about today? Okay, well, I'm trying to figure that looking at the popcorn spinach, perhaps we should go with the healthier option spinach. And then I started doing some research. And, um, and, and, and I tell you what, um, would you believe that popcorn is actually healthier than spinach? Oh, my goodness. I know that's tough. <laughs> I, 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 and I, I mean, prepare to have your mind blown. Before we get to talking some of the scrummy things about popcorn, obviously, uh, Mr. Orville Redenbach, whose birthday it is today, um, uh, studied agriculture, and he was responsible for the kind of the corn that we use now today, which is called the Zia maize, and it was a hybrid that him and a partner worked to over the years to to develop this hybrid for its popping propensity and its flavour. So, so, so he revolutionised the American. But the popcorn goes back a little further. Well, I'm not saying a little further than that. Um, popcorn basically has been with us. Um, for about close on 10,000 years. Wow. The uh, Mexicans used to cultivate it. Um, and there's fossil evidence, evidence from Peru, actually, that suggests corn was popped as early as 4,700 BC. So we have been eating popcorn for, for a long, long time. It's been with us. But the interesting thing is its health properties. I mean, I mean, prepare to have your mind blown because everyone's perception of popcorn is this, is going to the movies or sitting in front of the mm. television, and that's kind of as far as you ever really think about popcorn. First of all, it's a, it's a whole grain. So it's a gluten-free whole grain. So already we're starting to think about health properties. And it is very high in dietary fiber, which means it's very, very good for your digestive health. It helps with uh, it helps keeps you regular, um, and it helps to promote uh, gut bacteria, which is which aids in digestion. And there's also proof that it helps with colon cancer. Um, popcorn has um, the amazing uh, um, carotenoid uh, anti- antioxidants, so this also works against uh, inflammation in the system. Um, then, of course, it helps with uh, metabolism and energy. Uh, it has uh, rich elements of vitamin B. Now, this is something that everyone's telling us we should be taking these days, vitamin B. In fact, it's what's suggested you should be taking uh, against uh, COVID as well. And uh, popcorn is rich in vitamin three, B3, B6, uh, foliate. Um, and it also has uh, B3 is known as niacin, which um, people say actually has been studied that helps to, to, to naturally ease depression. So it's a, a serious comfort food. You can actually feel better by eating popcorn. Um, there is uh, things like phosphorus and manganese in the high... Uh, phosphorus, manganese, and iron. These are minerals that um, promote uh, healthy bone function, uh, as well as um, controlling blood sugar levels, um, what else have we got here? Oh, here we go. Um, popcorn contains cellulic acid, mm. um, which linked to potentially killing certain tumor cells. There yeah. you go. Um, Very it good. reduces craving for food because it has a, because of its high fiber, it has a high um, satiety. So 
So you can eat it as a snack. If you're trying to cut down on the amount you eat, a bowl full of popcorn will fill you up and keep you going through, through, through the day. Um, it lowers cholesterol levels because of, because of the fiber, um, and, that, and that fiber helps, to, helps to, to, to eliminate the excess cholesterol in the walls of blood vessels and arteries. Um, as I said, with the iron, the, 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 the American U.S. Drug Administration reckons that 28 grams of popcorn contains 10% of a male's uh, RDA, required daily um, dosing, basically. Wow. Um, and, and it also helps with, uh, keeps you, I say, it helps, keeps you regular. So it's, it's amazing the kind, of, the kind of health benefits. I mean, that's just popcorn. I mean, who believes that we're not going to start seeing popping up in health shops? And, and um, the, the interesting thing about this is, 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 is one of those things that, that what actually happens when popcorn, what is it that, that, that makes popcorn what it is? And it's in the cooking process. It basically is a whole grain. But what it is, it's got a, it's got a, the, 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 the soft, white, fluffy bit that we, we love to eat. It's called the endosperm. And that actually contains about 20% moisture. What happens when you heat popcorn up? That moisture starts to steam until pressure builds up, but the actual, the, the hull itself actually explodes. Mm. So there's some science behind actually how to cook popcorn. Um, you know, if you, if you, if you heat it too quickly, what happens is is that you don't get enough build-up of pressure, and so you get very small popcorn kernels. And if you don't heat it, if you don't heat it, if you heat it too slowly, it is where the science comes in. Actually, the steam comes out of the kernel where it attaches itself to the top. It's not. Um, it's it's it's. Um, it loses its steam, so you end up with these um, with these dead kernels. Huh. It's actually interesting because the, the guys have done tests. And this is what often happens is, is um, the older popcorn gets. So you don't want to keep it, because you buy a packet of popcorn and it stays in your cupboard and it sits there for months on end until you decide to use the kit. And that's not a good idea because the, the more it loses its moisture, obviously it doesn't have that steaming effect and it doesn't blow up to those lovely, fluffy corn kernels. It's actually interesting because that's part of the studies that a rodent bucket did was to, to start to measure um, the, the, um, the, the moisture content of not only the different hybrids of corn, but also to treat it so they used to dry it out. And that's what all, all popcorn manufacturers now do. They dry it out to a point where it hits the maximum moisture, internal moisture. How they measure it is beyond me, but that's, that's really <laughs> that's the scientist. So it's, it's quite specific how these guys go about. So that's what they reckon is that sometimes you'll have older kernels in a packet of corn, so that will explain why you have all those dead kernels yeah. on the bottom. You know, when you cook, and no matter what you do, yeah. there's always some ones that never fluff up and pop up. And if uh, th- there's an actual official term that's known as old maids. Oh. And and if you're the last person to come and collect your popcorn, which happens in our house, you end up with all those dead kernels and uh, <laughs> trying to avoid biting them because they can be quite hard. <laughs> so, and it's interesting. so, so, so look. The, the, obviously, the, the the health properties of popcorn are, are, are instantly negated if you cover them in salt and sugar. Mm. So, so, you know, don't sit the big bag of caramel popcorn and delude yourself that you're you're, you're eating a healthy mm. snack. Mm. And likewise, if you you know, if you lambase it with so much salt, you know, you can see this. I see it at the cinema. They always have these flavoured salts. 
Yes. And you see people there and they shaking and shaking and shaking. Think, my word, how on earth is this even edible if I think so? so. Um, an interesting thing that that's, uh, it started with, with the Americans, um, and that's the addition of butter to popcorn. Now, that actually works quite nicely because if you use salted butter, you don't actually need a lot of salt off it. But what's an interesting thing to do that I've started doing with popcorn is flavoring the butter. So if you think about it, you're going to melt some butter, pour it over your popcorn, that's nice and rich and luscious. But if you if you think about flavoring that butter, so there's, a, there's some great recipes for like, a, uh, like an Indian blend of spices. So you warm up your butter, add a little bit of chili flakes, some cumin seed, maybe some little mustard seeds, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then you, you heat that up so it's all popping and you pour that over your popcorn. And you have this lovely kind of fragrant, again, chili as much or as little as you want. But you could do the same sort of thing with uh, like almost like a Mexican style thing with some smoked paprika, some chilies, some coriander seeds, and really sort of sex up your popcorn if that's the kind of thing that you're into. Can I ask you a quick question? If you if you had sort of like a Moroccan rub in your in your spice cupboard, Ooh, and, yes. and you took some of that and added it to the butter, could that work as well? Do you think? That would be fantastic. Ooh, okay. In fact, it's actually interesting that that fatty and flavour of popcorn is used in a number of things. And one of the things that, that bartenders these days do is they use it. It's it's what's known as there's a there's a there's a, a, a process known as fat washing, um, whereby you add using fat and you you add flavour to to alcohols like bourbon or whiskey or, or whatever kind of alcohol you do. And one popular one with brandy and with bourbon is to is to get your brandy or bourbon in a, in a in a jug, fry off some popcorn while it's still hot, right out of the pot. You put that into your base spirit and you leave it overnight. Strain it off. Obviously, you can't eat the popcorn anymore because it goes soggy. But mm-hmm. you'll be amazed at that very very subtle but very noticeable popcorn flavour that is in the, is in the liquor. Oh wow. That's and, that's and extraordinary. You don't know. I tell you where else the popcorn has an affinity for, and that's with coffee. And it, it sounds like a strange combination, but if you, if, uh, we did when we were we were doing uh, season I think season three or season two or three of MasterChef, and we were in uh, Ethiopia in Addis Ababa, uh, Addis Ababa, and we we had one of these traditional uh, coffee ceremonies, and popcorn is an integral part of this of this ceremony. And if you <clears throat> if you taste a toasted coffee bean, the taste is virtually the same as pops popcorn. So you have popcorn and toasted uh, coffee beans. And it's that kind of, because it's that toasted kernel, it's that toasted bean kind of vibe. It's amazing how similar those flavors are. And in the Ethiopian popcorn, is often served with coffee. Sure, it's it's it. I'm absolutely fascinated because um, who knew? <laughs> because we, you know, we. You know, I was thinking, look, I'm, I'm a big spinach fan. In fact, I've actually got spinach on my menu today for my my home happiness home delivery. I'm doing uh, spinach to pita, mm-hmm. and when I first saw spinach, I thought, oh, I think the spinach is obviously much healthier. We can yeah. promote its various uses. Talk about Popeye and all. Just can we delve into the health side of popcorn before we go down the spinach route? And I was completely blown away by some of the stuff that I yeah. discovered. 
Joe Holt property. My son was appalled. He came back and he said, sorry, but spinach trumps everything. So he was kind yeah. of, <laughs> but uh, because, and I knew he was going to say that because normally we, we, I must say, we make popcorn quite regularly um, in our house. It's it's just a fun thing to do, especially on a Sunday if you're laid back and things yeah. like that. And uh, he's normally the last person to either come and get or never get. So it didn't surprise me that he was going to say that, but I, I'm absolutely blown away by the the um, the variety of options that one has with popcorn and, and what you can do with it. So it and the fact that it's healthy if you continue to treat it healthily with what you put on it yeah. is is even f- far better. Yeah, I mean, I mean, who thought? And that's it. I mean, if, if you think of that as a as a snack, and this is what often we say to people: "Is anyone always hungry? Make yourself a bowl of popcorn." Mm. I mean, if you consider how much popcorn you're actually using in terms of weight. Yeah. And how much space it takes up in your stomach. And because it's high, I said, because it's high fiber, um, it, it's gluten free, and, and, and it, 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 it gives you that safety level, safety level, so that you all suddenly are not hungry anymore. You know it's like when you eat a bowl of popcorn, mm. you know, sitting in front of the TV and you eat an entire bowl of popcorn, you feel like you've eaten half a cow. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> I mean, it really fills you up. And, and mm. say, that's the beauty of it. You haven't actually eaten that much food, but. You, 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 you know, you, you're taking care of that hunger. Yeah. And I can tell you something that popcorn helps you to forget about all your worries. And I'll tell There's you why. Because, because, yeah. because there's nothing, you cannot focus on anything else. It's the only downside of popcorn, as far as I'm concerned, is if you get a popcorn kernel stuck in your tooth, you will focus on that until it comes out. So you'll forget all your worries. And well, there's, another, there's another interesting thing, and they also recommend it. it. It's also very, very good for cleaning your teeth for exactly that. Oh, okay. Husks and cells are, are very, very good at cleaning, at cleaning your teeth and getting into little crevices and bits and pieces. So it's actually very, very good for you in that regard. Aha. Uh-huh. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to be... I'm not going to be too upset no. next time the popcorn kernel is stuck there and I'm trying to like delve it out. I don't know. It's just, yeah, between the, the tongue and the uh, toothpick, sometimes they can pose a real challenge. But uh, then I've enjoyed the popcorn. It's, uh, I love the popcorn. I put up with that and it's, it's great. So this has been so interesting. I'm so pleased that you chose popcorn over spinach for today. Well, I had no idea when I thought all the world and I can how how interesting can popcorn possibly be. Yeah, there you go. You live and you learn every day. Okay, so I'm going to put you on the spot before I have to let you go, and that is, what kind of wine would you drink with it? Okay, I, I, I think for me, for me, a nice chenin. Ah. A nice wooded chenin goes well with the corn, particularly if you've got a little bit of butter on it, and if you add a little bit of spice, as you said, maybe Moroccan spice or something along those lines. I certainly think a nice, bold, wooded chillin, chillin goes perfectly on a Sunday afternoon with a movie and a bowl of popcorn. I think that sounds absolutely fantastic. I love this. This was really great. Peter, we're going to chat again next uh, next Friday, and uh, I hope that uh, you have a great weekend and that there's a bowl of popcorn and a bottle of chillin uh, in line, for the, you know, sort of waiting for you for the weekend. Oh, there certainly is. I think it's, that we're going to have some sunshine this weekend, but it's going to be cold. So any excuse to put my feet up with a bowl of popcorn, I'm going to take take advantage of that. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Well, fantastic, Vanessa. Well, I look forward to speaking to you and the listeners again this time next week. Until then, may the source be with you. Bye-bye.